Spencer, midpoint, here's Gibson for the pass. Right side how one-timer stop, rebound, scores! It's Sam Aramba parked in front of the net. Aramba is picking up his 11th of the season. And that is a new career high. At the left circle, Aremba back to the line for the Pats. Gibson, slap shot, kick save, rebound in front, scores! Sam Aremba with the second of the night, parked right in the crease. Howe over the Calgary line, takes it all the way to the goal line, back to the point. Ty Gibson, wrist shot, scores! And it looks like maybe not. Ty Spencer is leading the charge to the Regina Pats bench. I think he might have got a piece of this shot from Ty Gibson. Welcome to Patscast, the unofficial Giant Pats podcast. It's episode 162, January 28th. It's a nice Sunday evening, Kevin. How was your weekend? It was okay. Too bad the Pats didn't have a little bit of a stronger showing this weekend. It was nice, it was nice to get the two points on Sunday, but Friday's game, ouch. Just a, just a repeat of previous Friday night. <laughs> Basically. Like, we could just go back and say what we said last week. Like, I guess the Pats just don't match up well with Lethbridge. Yeah, they got they got their, they got got their the Pats number. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but holy That's man. That's for sure. It was, not, it was not pleasant. It was not good. And just before we started recording here, we said the same thing. We're like, wow, if they don't, if they play like that on Sunday, they're going to get whooped. Calgary just came off a 8 nothing whooping of Brandon. Yeah, and, and and you said hopefully they keep it to single digits. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what we that's what we said against Med, you know leading into the Medicine Hat game. Like oh my god, yeah, exactly. they're gonna get whooped. Yeah. And here they pull out an overtime win. A totally a totally different effort. Totally, it's just night and day. Yeah, from just from a, Friday to Sunday, it was unbelievable. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, it was just just unfortunate that the Pats couldn't finish that one off in regulation i jinxed it i said they gotta win this in regulation and like two minutes later calgary ties it up <sighs> but they got the two points it's nice to get the two points i know it's not a full it's the full the full two, two because calgary got the extra one or whatever but yeah right and then it was nice to get the win get them mm-hmm. maybe get the mojo going a little bit again because their, their next opponent is nothing to sneeze at so no no, not at all. But yeah, you and the blade at, the blades held PA to nine shots on Saturday night. So oh. they got yeah. five of six points on this weekend. They're they're they're, they're strong. Yeah, yeah. They just beat Swift Current in overtime today, three uh, two. Um, yeah, and then yeah, Calgary picking up a point. So the Pats are now five points behind Calgary for the final playoff spot. Um, Would have been nice to. Not give them any, but it is what it is. And, and Lethbridge is seven ahead of the Pats. I mean, the Pats weren't in that game, so I can't say it would have been nice to win that one because um, they had no chance of winning that one whatsoever. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what well, it is with Lethbridge. Like, like, like Brad said in the the post game show, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really agree with him or not. But he said uh, they they played well until the, the the power play goal or the the first goal. Sorry, the first goal. Which was like five minutes into the game. Yeah. Well. What about the rest of the fifty-five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how he played in the first five. It doesn't really matter at all, right? Yeah. You get so. two shots in the first period. I don't know if that's right, but you get yeah dominated the first, and then the third period you're down, and you get outshot seventeen to six. Yeah. It's yeah. 
I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, not not great, right? Because yeah, you're only down uh one two two one going into the uh three one going into the third. You know, it's not it's not like they were out of it. Yeah, it was it was a game, but what, what yeah, it, no. I don't know. why is it shows Lethbridge? No, it was only two. Yeah, three one. That's right. Yeah, it was it was three one. Yeah, Cal- um, Calgary or Lethbridge scored three in the third. Yeah, and then yeah, they just kind of ran away with it. So. Yeah, and yeah, it was just it was just not much there. I mean, no. Bright spot, Aremba scoring. Yeah, nice. I don't know, nice power play goal in the right spot. Just bangs home in the rebound. Um, he's a guy that needs to get going, but then that that's kind of his thing. I think we're kind of talking like is he new the new uh, uh, stringer kind of net front guy, you know, hammer at home kind of guy, yeah, <laughs> clean up the trash kind of guy. Whatever, whatever works for him, right? I nothing mean, too, nothing too fancy. Get the puck on the net. He'll, he's he's bound to get them in. Yeah. So, and I mean that leads into Sunday's game, right? He scores two on Sunday, right? He and he did score a third one. Um, <laughs> and not to jump ahead, but I think this is just kind of be a mishmash kind of. It's, show it's this. definitely definitely yeah. be one of those. And that's so he scores. And Calgary's complaining was offside. So, I the new rule is you can't challenge offside because. But is it a, is it official though? I don't, I don't see a WHL uh, rule book. So is it one hundred percent official? Well, I don't think they reviewed it. Like they didn't review it. They the refs convened, and they talked about it, and then they but called they, it they, off. They, but they called upstairs. They did call upstairs after. So because they already uh, called it no goal. So yeah. I don't know. So it was weird. So if like if the linesman it was, was it, it was clearly offside. <laughs> oh, for sure. But they called it a good goal. So I don't understand how they could overturn it. But yeah, that's the thing. Like so, if the linesman said it was onside, who overruled the linesman saying, "Oh no, it was totally offside." Like did the, the did the referee did the referee in in the offensive zone see it come out? Obviously, the back referee can't see that. Well, the offensive um, the offensive referee way called it a goal. Yeah. If it would have been, if he would have saw the offside, he would have basically not said called offside, the goal, right? right? So, so, but yeah, that's the thing. The rules, like everybody's talking about, that there's no challenges this year, um, because of the discrepancy in available camera angles and such between the buildings. Because you you go from like a PA to a Calgary, right? You got a little barn to an NHL building, right? Yeah. So they just wanted to make it a level playing field. So that that was an interesting call. I mean. It is what it is, but and it was it was way offside. So I, I don't yeah. uh, no I don't I don't, I don't wanna... blame them for calling it no goal. But did they do it properly <laughs> or not? They, uh, yeah, it was it was just weird how it went. They didn't say why. I don't think Dante got an explanation. No, Dante really never enough. talked about it too much. And it didn't look like the Pats put up a, a stink or anything. So. No, because it's right in front of their bench, so they knew it was offside. <laughs> it was <laughs> way offside. Yeah, it was like a foot it was, offside. Wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like. Uh, half a puck length or whatever, but it was, yeah, it was almost a foot. But, like I said, it's nice to see Sam going. Like you said, you got the 19s kind of going here. Um, Now you need these 18s as well, chipping in. Uh, Like it's just, you need everybody going because they need everybody. Offense by committee. Yeah, you need everybody to pull out a win in some of these games, right? Like, you need different Can't, guys you to don't step have, up. You don't have you don't have your your Bedard, Suzlev, Swozel guys to count on all the time now. So yeah. you got 
all these other guys have to step up in this weekend. Remba had three. Spencer had a couple key goals. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of it's starting to maybe balance out. Hopefully it stays like that. And maybe they can pull themselves into a playoff spot again. But they yes. got a they got a long way to go. Yeah, they gotta pick up. And a short time to games. get there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like again, I don't want to say it was a bad effort against Lethbridge, but it, like we said, the two games in a row that it just didn't line up, but you gotta you gotta have a little more I don't know what what it is, just to give yourself a chance to win those games, right? Not just get blown they out. Play with some urgency. They got. They, urgency, they know. There you go. They, you're four, five, six points out of a playoff spot. You need to get some points to get into the playoffs. Like, yeah, there's only 22 games left, right? So yeah. it's coming down. You know, two thirds, basically two thirds of the season's gone. Right, final third yeah. here. Um. Yeah, and, and you you give up points to Lethbridge. You give Calgary one point. Those are the teams in eighth and seventh, right? That you're wanting, you're needing to catch to make the playoffs, right? So if current's sixth and, and forty nine, they're they're still kind of around there. And Calgary's got two games at hand on the Pats. And there you go. That's another. And they do play point. them two more times. They play them twice more this year. So that's those are going to be two super super key games for the Pats. Yeah, because they're and back. for the Hitmen. Mm-hmm. Because they're back in Calgary next week. Next, yeah, they play them week. twice within like ten days or something like that here and there. So, uh, yeah, so they're there on the seventh, and then they're back. Calgary's here on the nineteenth. Yeah, so within like yeah twelve days. Well, yeah, and then today, so ten days between this game and the next one. Yeah, so. Because yeah, they're at home this weekend, and then they're back on, they're back on the road in Alberta next next week. Then, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. So Friday, I mean, yeah, it was just not much happened in there. Uh, Pine got pulled. Like I don't think that was necessarily on him. I don't know. Thought to bring in Huey just to do whatever because you know they don't play Saturday. They, got the they were off. down. They were down four one. Why at that point? Yeah, why I don't really point? know why. Yeah, just, just finish the game off. I guess right. Yeah, like it, yeah, it, it, they weren't going to come back. I hate to say it, but you could just tell. Like there was. So I don't know if it was just a, like oh, let's just throw him in just to see what happens, but just to get him a little action or whatever, maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but whatever, I, it worked for it worked for Sunday, right? Like I mean, forty nine saves. 52 shots like first start of the game Pat both, swept the both three career stars. highs both career highs for Hue yeah right the patch shockingly swept the three stars yeah that's kind of odd you know there's a I'm not saying there was should have been a homer pick but I mean Yakemchuk had two goals best player on the ice for Calgary right like yeah best player by far for Calgary um he totally could have had a star you don't see a three star sweep in a close game on the road right if it was a blowout, yeah, I was especially saying, in the WHL. Game. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of homer picks. Even if they lose, it's I've seen sweeps. Yeah, <laughs> the home it's, the home teams. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it'll never change. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, the chemtrack he he looked good out there, right? From from the bit I see, I didn't see this whole game, but 
and he made he made a nice little backhand play goal. I mean, but the pass kind of just like didn't give much effort to him cutting. They got they, the they got watching they got watching yeah. instead of playing. Yeah, some stick swings at him, but like nothing. Like you know, he's a big kid too, so it's tough to knock off the puck. But you gotta have a little better effort there, right? Yeah. And then yeah, the the tying goal late there, Huey just kind of got out of position a bit off to the side and then came back around on a wraparound and he made a nice he made a nice save but the, the, the yeah. puck bounced off and Kindle got it it was like oh yeah too bad too bad unfortunate yeah but Spencer nice little play in overtime how sets him up and the defenseman actually knocked the puck off his stick but he was able to kick it back up to his stick and then goes in and goes little deke five hole nice, nice little, little tough five hole yeah, yeah. Definitely. Where's that been all year? Like he's he's finally wow. getting getting going. Like man, he had, been, oh. I know, but he had those chances. Like we said, yeah. he had those chances. It's not like he wasn't getting chances before. He just wasn't finishing. Yeah, and no, all of a sudden, no puck luck or anything. Yeah, either. and now all of a sudden the floodgates are open for him, and it's it's nice to see, right? Like, like he's just on a tear right now. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Spencer's goals are super key goals, third period tying goals overtime winners and stuff he's becoming the, the clutch the clutch player the pats need and hopefully hopefully it carries over for the rest of this year and into next year yeah definitely um and yeah like we said before <laughs> like it's not just you know garbage time goals and stuff like that it, it's tie games it's giving them the lead or whatever or ot winners now right so like it's like nine goals in the last 13 games roughly quick glance so I mean, can't argue with that, right? Oh, yeah. That's basically since, yeah, since the break. So, since Christmas break. Yeah. 13 points, 13 games, nine of them goals. Yeah. And like, per game guy. You look before Christmas, it's like uh, there's two goals from December 17th all the way back to October, October 20th. Yeah, October 20th. Yeah. He had two <laughs> goals in two months. In that stretch, because yeah, now he came out nine in a month. Yeah, right. And he had four goals in that first basic month. Yeah, and basically a month, and then yeah, that yeah that stretch. And like you said, it, he had chances. It's not like he was like not noticeable on the ice or anything. Like he had lots of chances, but yeah, it's just just the way it is, right? Yeah, he's he's becoming clutch, and like I said, hopefully it carries with the rest of the year and into next year. Into next year as a twenty. And I I remember John said like when he first got him, he's like he's gonna be a good nineteen and and twenty year old. And I don't think John, not to disparage him, that he's gonna be in this league at twenty, but he just was like he's gonna be one of those guys that's you know not outstanding that he's gonna get a contract or not that he can't get a contract, but it was just like. He likened him to a Dante Hanoon, just a small guy that, you know, maybe doesn't have the best quote unquote potential for pro, but he's going to be a good WHL player. So, and I, that's maybe finally coming to fruition on the back half of the season. So, well, so, so it seems so far anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. So hopefully he can take this and and propel it into into the end of this season and into next for this Pats team because, you know, help, see. help Howe and Aremba and Whitehead pull this team into the playoffs. Yeah, that too, right? <laughs> I mean, because you're looking at the 20 situation next year, like he's 
he's going to be here unless something crazy happens or whatever. Yeah, but, penciled in as one of them. So Yeah, I think. But no, I mean, you've seen the, the offensive potential like when he first got here. You could tell he's a skilled guy and he's, he's going to score some goals. It just, you know, he's had a couple injuries along the way, so it's hampered him a bit. But uh, it's coming coming to fruition now so yeah for sure uh what else you got these couple games here what haven't we touched on uh, not too much uh butchkowski got hurt i was just on supposed friday. to say injury on friday yeah yeah sounds like it might be kind of serious cause, uh four weeks upper body so yeah that's that's, that's unfortunate bad. for him yeah because that takes him to almost the end of the season right yeah well yeah all of february basically yeah right you never know could be longer could be shorter yeah it's preliminary just happened could change exactly what happens but yeah during during the during the friday game one of the past defensemen got hit you can't tell on the way to live you couldn't tell who it was and he has these, I saw him drop a stick and kind of go off along the, the boards. I was like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was Gibson, but I, I couldn't tell. And then after it was, I was told Butchkowski. So. Yeah. And obviously he didn't play on Sunday. Krasinovich drew into the lineup. Um, actually, who was in Friday because Bridgerman was out, illness. Uh, so he didn't play Friday. So Krasinovich got a couple games in here and it looks like he'll be getting a little run now. That uh, because she's out. The Pats uh, did show did show a clip on one of the social medias that uh, Corbin Vaughn's back on the ice skating. Skating, yeah, with a yellow jersey, which doesn't mean anything yet. It's an injury jersey or whatever, so it'll be a little yeah. while. But it's nice to see him back on the ice. So that's some positive news there. Yeah, and it's lower body too, so it's not like a whitehead injury where you know he had he had the upper body injury where he could stay. Um, active leg wise right so it's going to be a little longer not longer but a little more time to get him back into game shape per se right yeah it won't Once be he, right away no no he's got to get into it and you know but it's nice to see him back contact. on contact back on yeah. back on skates definitely no that's good maybe you can get in here before the end of the season and and you know get back into it be nice to see him yeah, big loss, right? He was, that was, he was a really huge coming loss. Off. Yeah, huge loss. Definitely. Top pairing defenseman when he got hurt. So yeah, need him back. <laughs> Come back. Yeah, <laughs> we need just need those minutes, right? Just get get that experience, get those minutes for next year because he's going to be like you said, top pair defense next year for sure, right? With oh, all yeah. the twenties gone. Yep. It's going to be the young guys. It'll He's be him be leading it. Helping carry the load. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. All right. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's much else from actually Friday. Uh, we brought it up on social media. The Pats were in the blue helmets. They didn't want to take two sets of helmets on the road trip. And a few people like that. It looked kind of weird. It's but the best. It's the way it's supposed go. to be. <laughs> I know lots of teams have done it. Like Musha's been doing it for quite a while um the pats did it until this new ownership group took over they wore blue helmets all the time except for like 1991 they threw a white helmets that looked cream and they looked absolutely terrible terrible Uh, the parkers 
when they switched the jersey design and they put the red shoulder caps on, they wore red helmets for a while. Red helmets, yeah. They looked fine, but blue helmets, white jerseys, blue helmets, blue jerseys, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, because they they wore the blue helmets when it was just the white and blue without the red trim. Yep. And, I mean, that looked good because they had the blue shoulder caps, right? So it kind of... It flowed good, yep. right? And then like exactly. said, they went to the red helmets, which looked kind of weird at first, but you got used to it. And then yeah, they're they're better than the white ones, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I've, I've never been a fan of all whites. All so. right, that's fair. That's that's me. Yeah, I'm I'm, no, I'm, I'm a sure. traditionalist. I miss the royal blue. So do I. Yeah. So. Um. It yeah, I, it I, it's not like I didn't like it. It was just like it was just a little bit of shock. You're just so used to seeing now white. Right. So, yeah, exactly. It was like, hey, that looks cool. It's just like their their intro video at the first part of the year. They had blue helmets with the white shirt, white jerseys. Mm. You know, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know NHL teams are starting to do that a bit more now for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, you got teams with like the chrome look at lids. Just don't. Well, just that too. Pats, yeah. don't go chrome. Please no. don't go chrome. No, no, no. No, thank you. Like, like even the, the Canucks added a chrome helmet. Yeah, why? Look, it just looked weird. Yeah, Vegas. I don't, I don't mind it, but it just looked weird. Yeah, I'm Vegas, the new team. They don't have traditions, and they've got like a sparkly gold in their jersey. So I can, I kind of see why. Well, Vegas the did Kings it. have the Kings have. Like I know. The, then the Kings went to the the Chrome, right? So, <laughs> and the, the Canucks have a matte, like a matte color black helmet yeah. for their their black jerseys for the old, yeah, the retro jersey or whatever. Yes, it's call it's it. like baseball batting helmets. They've got all different styles. Yeah, they went Raised shiny, letters, shiny, they went matte, matte, whatever. So, yeah, the but yeah, it was logo. it was neat to see them with the blue helmets. Yeah, hopefully they don't blame their performance on that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, because yeah, I, I liked it. I, I wish they would go like that all the way, but it is what it is. It gives them an op- an option for a different look. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Maybe we'll have to bring back red helmets with the the red jerseys, right? <laughs> That's more expense for them. <laughs> yeah, three helmets, but yeah, so that was a little interesting on Friday. But uh, yeah, and then Lethbridge with her black jerseys, I don't get that at all. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I tried. I tried to look up why they went with the black jersey for whatever reason, but I, I couldn't find it on their webpage, so I don't know what the explanation is for it. Yeah, because I know they went. They had the reds, they had the whites, and then they brought in the blues, which was fine. Because they, they the logo's red and blue, and and then they got rid of the blues by the looks of it. Brought in the blacks, and I'm not sure. Do, do we know if they still have whites? Because they've gone to the creams. I think they still have the whites too. So the white, cream, red, and black. No, the yeah, black. The black. I mean, it's the '90s again. Everybody went black in the '90s, right? Like third. Maybe maybe black. they're paying homage to the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, well, speaking of Carolina Hurricanes, so Friday night I flipped on the Wenatchee game, and they had Carolina Hurricanes jerseys, basically, like the red Canes, the third jersey that they had. Like Canes on the diagonal slant, right? And then, the like, the Hurricane flag logo or flag around the bottom, you know, the square box flag. Well, that was yeah. Wenatchee, except it was blue, said wild, and it had the same boxes all the way around the bottom. I was like, oh. that's total Canes <laughs> knockoff, but it's the Wild. So I'd never seen them in those jerseys before. Mind you, I don't watch much Wenatchee games, but 
that was the game that was on later that I that was the closest one. I was like, oh, I'll watch this one. It's it's a good game. So, and I was like, that's total Kane. A total a total rip off. Yeah, <laughs> I just found the pictures. <laughs> yeah, right there you go. And I mean that even in the, with their crappy camera angle and Wenatchee, I could still point that out. But that's another thing. I know we'll probably be doing the access broadcast they're planning to do a couple games on the u.s road trip and when actually kind of one penciled in and it's just like we're gonna if, if we do it we're gonna be watching that game on the tv and it's oh the the angle the camera angle it's so up in the rafters it's like it's horrendous it's like it's mounted like, to the roof or the yeah. ceiling because <laughs> they only have one level it's not like the pats where they got you know two levels and the, the camera angles on the concourse but yeah it's like literally like hanging in the rafters i think <laughs> and it's it's just not a good camera angle to watch a game i don't even know why i watched that game must have been close i didn't wasn't any other better options because i don't really want to watch a game in wenatchee it's it's not good on whl live but yeah but, I, just, I just found the pictures and yeah they're they're canes knockoffs <laughs> yeah it's almost like the same font right like yeah and the boxes and the trim, that just, it's weird. I know, because that's the hurricane flag, right? Like, Much, what, yeah. what does Wenatchee have to do with hurricanes? <laughs> but it is what it is, I guess. It was teacher appreciation game. I don't know why they would have. Okay. It's for the Brave Warrior Project. It was an auction for the Brave Warrior Project, so I don't know what. Hmm. All right. Meaning it was. If it's a one-off jersey or is it the regular thirds? I oh, they're know. they're auctioning it off. Okay, so it's just a one-off jersey then. I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, something different. Something for us to talk about when there's only two games. When it wasn't yeah. that interesting of a weekend. Yeah, the Pats will be doing another jersey here soon. The designer jersey. I haven't seen any voting yet out for that. I'm sure that'll be coming out soon because. They're just starting to roll out the designer jersey um, games. Sastoon played in theirs today. It was a pizza for some reason. Yeah, the designer design person decided to do a big slice of pizza. Looked interesting. Yeah. Bananas, pizza, they don't go together. No, not really, but <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, and yeah. uh, the Cobra Chickens, they made their debut. Yeah. Those were pretty well uh, well taken people seem to really like those and and we kind of we took a close look at the auction pictures and they're all stitched and everything it was really nice done not much screen print on those yeah it was it was nice to see actual effort just like the uh, what are they called like the lake diefenbaker yeah yeah Swift sharks Swift Kurtz. yeah well designed yeah. stitched on yeah per- like nice jerseys not just the did not just the screen print Thing. Yeah, the screen print Remax jerseys or whatever for the Nickelodeon night or whatever. I mean, it's tough to stitch that because it's a whole jersey design, right? Yeah. Even like today with Calgary wearing their Nickelodeon ones as well. They had the Paw Patrol ones and, and, you know, there's stuff going on all over the jersey. So it's tough to, you can't stitch that, right? So, um, um, yeah, so, yeah, more jerseys, more jersey auctions. People really liked the the Pats ones. Those went pretty well, like we yeah. said. So Calgary, as we looked at Calgary's auctions, not too much interested in those. But I'm looking at them right now, and the highest the highest one is Reese Hamilton at 400 bucks. In the restaurant, pretty much every other jersey. 
Yeah, they're still in the 200s, and their auction's going for a couple more days. So if you're a Paw Patrol fan or a Hitman fan, go for it. Elevateauctions.com slash Paw Patrol. <laughs> there you go. Might get a cheap cheap jersey there. Yeah, like they're just, yeah, 260 is like the next highest one, I think, other than the $400 for Reese Hamilton. So, Jeez. Yeah. yeah. And their, their opening bids were 200 bucks. So much interest they're they're not the they're not the nicest jerseys unless you're a paw patrol fan like they're not ninja turtles or spongebob they seem to be more uh sought after yeah those ninja turtle ones last year were there's some nice ones yeah like uh medicine hat (laughs) those are real nice yeah i think pa didn't they have the the same style i think so yeah like they look like the actual ninja turtle ninja turtle yeah 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 those are nice definitely But yeah, yeah. Just look at the standings. Like it's, it seems you can see the divide kind of happening. Top four: Sastun, Mesnat, Red Deer, Moose Jaw. Brandon's kind of dropped off here a little bit. Um, you look at Moose Jaw and Red Deer; they're both got nine wins in their last ten, so they're kind of hot. Brandon's, you know, three, six, one in their last ten. Um, but yeah, it's kind of you can kind of see the divide happening. Top four, bottom, you know, in the bottom half. Well, well, Saskatoon's kind of, really starting to get up there. 71 points. Yeah. yeah, they've taken a big jump over Medicine Hat there. And Red Deer's right behind them now, right? Like, Medicine Hat's only 5-3-1-1 one, one in their last 10. So, Red Deer's creeping up. Like, they did nothing at <laughs> they, the deadline there, right? They're just kind of rolling along. They won nine in a row or something like that? Uh, there's 10 0 10, 10, 10, 10, 1, 1 yeah, in yeah. their last 12 games. I think 12 they've won games. nine actual in a row. Yeah, okay. Musha's on a six-game heater. I th- I think I saw that Troy Gillard or the Red Rebels posted on X slash formerly Twitter or whatever you want to call it that they've won nine in a row. So they're they're on fire, and like they yeah. like you said, they literally did nothing at the deadline. They stuck with their guns, and they're winning. Yeah, and like they're not getting any unbelievable hype per se right like they just like i said they're just rolling along sastoon medicine hat moose jaw swift current you know making all those moves they're getting all the attention and little old red deer is just yeah don't worry about us we're just yeah red, red deer medicine hat hardly did anything at the deadline and they're just mm-hmm. continue on just you know medicine hat, like said, has had a little bit of a rough go here but i mean losing caden lindstrom was was a, a tough blow for them but uh, I don't know how long till he's back. I didn't even see what his status was. But, yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I didn't. I, uh, <laughs> I don't trust the weekly report. So. No. <laughs> week to week could be day to day. Month to month yeah. could be week to week. Yeah. Six to eight weeks could be tomorrow. <laughs> I've seen indefinite, and then it's back the next day. So. Yeah. Exactly. So. But anyways, it was a tough loss for them. Um. But yeah. All right, what else you got this week? You know, not not as much to talk about um, this week, but uh, that's well, all right. we can keep it a little three, shorter. Three big games coming up. Three yeah. tough games. Up, upcoming like, here. Super tough right. games. <laughs> yeah, Saskatoon on Wednesday, right? That's in, in Saskatoon, the last time we play them this year, unless the Pats sneak into the playoffs, and then they'll end up playing in the playoffs. <laughs> Probably. If they sneak in, they gotta they gotta yeah. win some games. So, yeah. hey, Wednesday's 
as good as time as ever to 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 win a game, right? Yeah. Shock um, of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be tough. And then yeah, Swift Current and the Red Hot Red Deer Rebels coming in on Sunday, Friday, Sunday. The new look, the new look Swift Current Broncos and the Red Hot Rebels. It's like yeah. oh three tough opponents in like what, six days? Yeah. Five days, whatever, six days. And they're that far to the playoffs. I know. <laughs> you know, you take three L's this week. That uh, could almost be curtains. All, all but done, yeah. But yeah. they they play Red Deer pretty well. Yeah, it's haven't seen Swift Current since they've remodeled their whole team in Saskatoon. Pats will play them good a game, and then they'll get totally dominated the game. So no, it's, it always it, it seemed like Regina played them better at home here, and it was always a tough go in Saskatoon, right? So yeah, that's kind of the. I don't know, the caveat, I guess, with them playing good against Saskatoon. It always seemed better at home. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, they said two kind of little bit of unknowns. We haven't seen Red Deer in a while, and Swift Current's all basically brand new, right? <laughs> so. And the last time we played Swift Current, didn't didn't Matthew Keeper play? So That is correct, yeah. He's no longer with them. He's back in Junior A, and they got Reed Dick back in that. And yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch of different guys on the team, whole new look. When was that Swift Current game? I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been a while, yes. Just the first part of December. Oh, there it is, yeah. Yeah, 6-5 in the shootout. Um, and then, yeah, Red Deer. We haven't seen Red Deer. Red Deer, uh, December 16th. Yeah, five four loss in the shootout there. That was that decent road trip right before Christmas. Yeah, two extra time losses and a win. So yeah, see, Pats beat Lethbridge out of that five two. That was a that was a good game. They played Lethbridge well there in that one, but exactly, it was just right? uh, these last two just these last were two absolute was, duds. Yeah, horrendous. So, but yeah, and Rangers always a tight game. They they've been tight with Rangers the last two three seasons so yeah see what they can do this week uh yeah i mean three losses would be curtains it's gonna be tough to get. well it's not 100 percent. it depends on what other teams do but it would be it would be really really bad if they if they lose all three i don't have super high hopes but i don't i don't uh write them off because you don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do yeah like, like look what they did against when and hat so yeah and even today, against a decent Calgary team, like they, they got outshot. Well <laughs> they got outshot quite a bit, but they they battled. They won. Yeah, so for sure. Um, goal score predictions this week. <laughs> I don't remember my last ones, and I think I'm, you I'm had. Sure they, I, th- I had defensemen, and then none of yeah, them I scored. Think, so yeah, I think you had Gibson and Bukowski. Gibson almost. I scored, went over, but yeah. um, Spencer had a nice tip on that one. So yes, I had how and somebody else I can't remember. I forgot to write it down. And go back. <laughs> Should write it down right now. Yeah. Um, and then we can touch on them when we actually figure it out. Uh, so who who you got? You get to go first this time. Um, oh, I'm I'm hoping Temple breaks the Schneid. He hasn't scored in 23 games. He's got one of these. He's got to score one of these games. Maybe okay. maybe he'll score two in one of these games just to 
just to get off the schneid. Okay. Um, I'll take Chance. He's a guy that could chip in a, a goal or here or there. Yeah, he's been sneak-bitten lately, too. Yeah, he hasn't. He had, that, he had the overtime winner there, and and I don't think he's had anything since. So, hmm, Who else am I going to pick? I'm going to pick one other guy. So I know there's three games, but I'll pick two. Let's yeah, see. Who am I going to pick? Um, going to pick another one out of left field, maybe. I'm going to pick... Oh, I guess not really out of left. I'm going to pick Zach Moore to score. All right. Zach Moore is going to score in Saskatoon. Yeah, that's my bull. That's my bull prediction. He's he's going to score in Saskatoon. Um, actually, one thing we didn't touch on: Vaughn, Jay Vaughn, getting suspended, oh, yeah. suspended two games, missed the weekend. Um, so I don't know if he got the suspension because of the game ejection. Or it said, it said the major or the the that and a repeat offender and repeat offender. So did he get a two game probably suspension? Would, he might have he might have got one game for it and then for one game because and then he's one a because of the repeat. That would yeah. be my guess. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it was unfortunate, but like we said, it was it was kind of a warranted ejection, and then that yeah. turned into ah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't like fights, to see that. You watch fights at every other level. NHL, AHL, ECHL, guys are getting tossed down. Even worse, like he didn't even no. didn't even hurt the guy. Like he just took him down. Yeah. No, I but, know. Like I said, the, the linesmen, the linesmen don't seem They're to know when to get in anymore. Well. They don't yeah. know when to break things up when the guys are just tussling. You just mm. get in there and break them up. <laughs> They're not chucking. They're not really throwing punches or anything. They just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Pats yeah. have had twelve fights. Allman was the twelfth. Allman, yeah, he had that fight on Friday, and it almost looked like he bounced his head off the ice there. Uh, but he, he exactly, looked, yeah, he didn't look too worse for wear. So I was like, at first, no. I was pretty, he, he he played today. So yeah, and he, you know, he played the rest of the game. I think on Friday, but it looked a little. I was like, ooh, that was close. I think he dodged a bullet there, but. But yeah, like um, that, that 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 fight was the twelfth fight of the season for the Pats. So like, there's not much fighting for the linesmen to train for, or prepare for. So they don't know mm-hmm. when to step in and stuff. Yeah, right. <sighs> I don't know. And at lower levels, or as the refs are coming up, you can't fight, and there's full cages. So as soon as the helmet comes off, I don't think, you know, even if there is a tussle, you know, I think they step in right away, right? So, yeah, I I don't even know they, anymore. They, I think they stop them from fighting. Like I don't like they, don't they quote st- me on that, but then they stop hitting until they're like fourteen years no, old or something. Yeah, now. I know, right? So <laughs> it is what it is. But anyway, so back to my second pick, I'm gonna go with Rowan. I see him get a chip in a goal here, right? Good pick. He had, the, he had that overtime goal, and you know like, we're not expecting a lot from him, but I mean a goal here that would be. Be nice to see get a couple guys going that that could should get going right. Get some more like secondary that, scoring. Yeah, need to get some secondary scoring for the team. Yeah, and like that's why that's one of the reasons I picked Temple because yeah, yeah. Needs well, he just he just needs a goal just to get back get going. Yeah, yeah. Get, get get back in the offense. I know he's only sixteen, thought, but thought process. Yeah, just just, uh, just not lose his confidence if he exactly already lost it. Yeah, per se, right? Just needs to needs to get one, and maybe it'll open the floodgates for him. Yeah, definitely. All right, you got anything else this week? No, 
I think that's it for the games and stuff. Yeah. But Keith, Keith, if you're listening, I hope you are. We didn't have a chance to really discuss our trade deadline stuff, so we're gonna we're gonna chat. Chris and I are gonna <laughs> chat on Friday and Sunday, and we're gonna we're gonna put together some sort of trade deadline tra- ultimate trade compilation for you for next week. Yeah, yeah. I know it's gonna be a jam packed show, but we'll throw some stuff in there for you. Yeah, yeah. It might be a busy show. Two home games. We'll have a little bit. Keep, of keep listening. Keep yeah, listening. I, we're just stringing you along, Keith. <laughs> we're not. We didn't forget. We no. just didn't have a chance to really discuss it between each other. So yeah, yeah. Well, we'll so. get. We'll get you. We'll get you. Definitely, definitely. I'll have something else to talk about next week as well. Hopefully, hopefully the games are exciting to talk about. Hopefully they're not duds. Uh, well, yeah. And there and we'll two home games. Probably some interviews. And yeah, stuff, definitely. So. Maybe it won't be next week. Maybe it'll be the week after, Keith. So just keep listening. <laughs> keep being one of our, our loyal listeners. We'll, yeah. we'll keep throwing the shouts out, the shout outs to you there. Keith Hirschmiller photography. <laughs> yeah. No free plugs. Maybe except for Keith. <laughs> He's the only one. Yeah. Keith deserves the free plugs. Oh, yeah. Of course. He He's does. a good guy. He needs, yeah. the, he needs the plugs. Great work, too. So, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah, with that, we should get out of here and... uh should be a good week. Nice warm week. Looks like the weather's going to be good. Hopefully some good crowds this weekend. No no excuse not to go to the hopefully, games. Hopefully and some points. Hopefully some Fingers points. Fingers crossed for some points. Some good games, some points. So with that, we'll, we'll see yep. you like this weekend. Have a good one. Tanner Howe. Cross ice for Spencer. Takes it all the way to the Calgary net. Back hitter. Scores! Ty Spencer. And the Regina Pets win this game. 4-3 in overtime. Second of the night for Ty Spencer. He is your hero.